The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey, everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota. Listen, food brings out the passion in people, so let's talk about food together. Common Ground Minnesota is an online resource for you to do that, and it's 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 run by volunteer women farmers from Minnesota of all walks. We're talking big farms, small farms. We're talking dairy. We're talking produce. These women in agriculture are growing and raising the food that we all eat. We love to have a chat with them about what it, what it means to be sustainable and what does it mean when they're using pesticides and why are they doing it. All of this is available at Common Ground Minnesota website. It's commongroundminnesota.com. And then on that new website, you guys, there are videos, there's you know FAQs, there's topics, there's a great blog, all sorts of things, and recipes. And farm dogs, too, by the way. So there you go. Commongroundminnesota.com is your great resource for everything food and families and farms. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn. One time is it. Welcome to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. I'm Stephanie March. I am here today with Ms. Stephanie Meyer. Hit your, hit your red button right there, kid. There Hi. you go. There I am. <laughs> You're on. You're alive. I'm, on. I'm here. We only have Stephanie's in here, you know, on, on days that where there are no other Stephanie's. That's so, right. Right. I mean, I'm always available right. to sub in for any Stephanie. Any Stephanie who yeah, might come over. Except you. I know. And and we have had Elizabeth Reese, obviously, and we and we just recently added Bradley Trainer to the mix. Oh, fun. But he and uh he and Hanson just she subbed on his show, so I was like, let's give him a break. Right. You know? <laughs> Let him sleep. Let him sleep a little bit. That's and then um and so we decided to bring you in. Aww. And you obviously have been on the show before. Yes. And Stephanie Meyer is uh her blog is fresh both fresh tart stuff. And Project Vibrancy Meals. Right. Well, my blog is freshtart.com. Okay, freshtart.com. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, I'm I'm freshtart.stuff on, uh, or freshtartstuff on uh, Twitter. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. And what what are you on Instagram? Stephanie.a.meyer in an attempt to not be confused with the Twilight offer, but it it doesn't doesn't work. work. It doesn't work. work. Let's be clear. She does not write vampire books, this one here. Uh, But you do get, (laughs) you do get asked if you do several times several times right yes i mean like that's is that still happening are people still sending you stuff all the time i can always tell if there's been a bump in the news about the other stephanie meyer yeah uh because then all of a sudden i have a bunch of instagram action on it but at least twice a day on a slow day and up to 20 a day on a news day that's crazy (laughs) yeah it's crazy (laughs) and then you got sort of You've got called out by one of the fans. I remember that. The guy who said you were a uh, a badass, like, you know, cooking bee. I uh-huh. can't say all the words. That's guess, right. right. That's right. Yeah, that was an incredible. It was, a, a you know, just a young YouTube influencer with 
a couple million followers. Yeah. And somehow he stumbled onto my Instagram and was just like, you know, hashtag, hashtag anti-inflammatory foods, hashtag paleo. Queen. I don't know what any of this means. Yes. He was just going nuts <laughs> on it. That is it's so great. great. Yes. That is the socials for you. That is. I still get those, too. Like, that's still knocking around. And that was a couple of years ago. So, right. yeah. Um, okay. So, you spent uh, the summer out in the mountains area. I you did. spent the summer hanging out with your family in, like, Montana and Wyoming and everything else. And yep. that was great. And you loved it? Loved it. Oh, my God. It was so good. I just, you know, COVID obviously was... Uh, a lot of time in my house, and I really missed my family. Yeah. Obviously couldn't travel to see them. Uh, my, I have one sibling who lives in the Twin Cities, but everybody else is away, and so I hadn't seen everyone for so long. Yeah. Uh, so I took off, and I spent the whole summer out west, and it was absolutely magic. Well, incredible. and that's part of that whole, you know, the idea of co-working or, like, working remotely in different yeah. spaces. You don't have to necessarily be in your same house if you're just doing you know, things via computer. And I think that that's kind of the brilliant, you were the first person I know who actually, you know, went and did a long term. I heard people like, oh, I'm going to go for a week and we're going to stay in Florida. And, yeah. You know that. And the kids can play and I can work and that kind of thing. Yeah, this was, uh, and you know, my parents built this house 25 years ago and we all used to only be able to go for a week or right. less because right. we couldn't even imagine working while we were there. Right. And so it's really changed the way that we're using the house and I was not the only one who stayed for a long time. My youngest sister stayed for a month. My brother came for, you know, a couple weeks because we work there now. Right. And it's, you know, luckily houses are adaptable and we, we made it work. You made it work. Mm -hmm. You actually got Wi-Fi out in the mountains. Oh my, it's actually better Wi-Fi than what, I had Better Wi-Fi than in there the city. Go. Yeah. They just put in like uh fiber optic Wi-Fi last year. Yeah. Incredible. Okay. Um, okay, so then you and I, actually, I was going to say what we did last night because we might as well talk about it right now, is we yeah. went to go to Cardamom, which is the new restaurant that has taken over the Walker Art Center Cafe. Yeah. You know, and it's Danny Del Prado and Sean McKenzie, and it's just beautiful, you guys. It's great. It's it's just sort of lit up, yeah. you know, and not lit up in a flashy way. It's just sort of calm, and it's got, like, soothing tones. Yeah. And I was going to say, it's, it's softened. It's yeah. softer. Somehow the light seems softer. Maybe that's because it's September also. But yeah. um, it, it has a coziness. It was lovely. It was so much, yeah. I think that, and I think that Esker Grove was great, too. Me, too. But I think it was, um, I think this is just, I think Danny has a way or his design aesthetic mm -hmm. to bring in a lot of plants. Yes. You know, and a lot of warm woods. I, I'm sure that's exactly why I think it's softer. I think you it just is. nailed it. Yeah. There's so many plants and yep. like, and the rattan or the, you know, isn't that what it is called? The, the wicker kind yes. of thing. Yep. And then, and then, uh, he had curtains on the walls, like large curtains that were closing or not closing it didn't matter but yeah. it was soft it just it felt and it also didn't feel as loud in there as I it normally just has gonna say and i'm sure the curtains played a huge yeah. role in that because it was packed there were a lot of people in there last night and that made it fun too yeah we started at 4 30 ish and it was kind of empty and then by that t by the time we left around eight it was packed it was like there were no seats yeah it was incredible i haven't yeah. been in a situation like that yet i know for quite a while and it was it was great. And the patio great. The patio was great too because it had um it had communal tables. It had a lot of tables. And then and people I mean, people were sitting at them and they were in like parts. You know what I mean? Like they're like sitting across from each other in the middle of it, you know, and there's people on other ends. Right. I think it worked. It seemed to work. It looked absolutely the whole thing was so picturesque, you know, with the outside and obviously the sculpture garden and 
the way the room is done. I loved the furniture. Yeah. Uh, it was just great to pe- see people in real clothes out and about. It <laughs> felt very cosmopolitan. However, I have been in the mountains for two and a half months. Yeah. Maybe I have a skewed perspective, yeah, maybe but I don't think you've so. Forgotten, I think it was like, good. Yeah. No, and then we, and so the food we ate was actually quite lovely as well. We didn't like do full dinner, you mm-hmm. know? So we basically just had, um, well, we we had uh, well we had this burrata, this cauliflower burrata, which was just the cauliflower was kind of boosted. I don't remember like what kind of sauce was on it. It was just lightly dressed, but then it had this beautiful sort of pool of burrata cheese in the middle, and yeah. it was just like a, a nice way to tr- have that mm-hmm. instead of you know the same old burrata with like tomatoes and caprese kind of thing. Yeah, like bored of that. Done with basil, kind of honestly. Well, it's the season's over. Yeah, so this this was the perfect fall. You know, interpretation of burrata. Yeah, and there's no reason that burrata needs to just be limited to no. the summer. So. Why do we have to do that? Yeah, we it's don't. Not. It's cheese. You can make the cheese. <laughs> you can make that cheese anytime. It doesn't actually grow. Right. <laughs> um. Okay. So then, what else did we have? We had that. We had an onion tart tartan, mm-hmm. which was kind of a lovely, just little, uh, you know, sort of piece of, I guess, pastry. We didn't realize. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Which, you know, Meyer is gluten-free, and so that was an accidental bite here and there. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops, that was my bad from ordering. No, totally fine. I loved the little sticky sauce yeah. that was drizzled on the plate with it. It was great. It was great. It was it a, a nice piece. sour thing going. Yeah, and it wasn't like a deep, it was like almost like a, it was almost like a, a flatbread is what it was in the end. Right. It, very, very, very skinny, yeah. thin, light. Light, not heavy so light. At all. Yep. And then we had uh, a tuna, sort of a tuna, not even a tartare. It was kind of a tuna, not even a ceviche. I don't even know, but they were just beautiful hunks of fresh tuna on top of quinoa. And it was, here's what I loved. It wasn't like a bunch of tuna and a little bit of quinoa. It was mostly quinoa. Yep. And it was just like a kind of a really good hefty little bunch and then a little bit of tuna on top. And it just was perfect. I would have that for lunch any yeah. day. It, and it wasn't plain quinoa. It was incredibly beautifully seasoned, of course. Yes, red. And so you could eat quinoa. just a bowl of that quinoa and think this is the best thing you've ever had. Yeah. And then it had literally perfect tuna on top of it. Perfect. It was perfect. Yeah, it was really good. So that was cardamom. That's in the walker. We yeah. love that. Uh, Meyer and I are actually headed back to the space tonight, <laughs> or that area for that for the garden party, the art, you know, the art avant, whatever it is. I don't know. We'll see how that looks tonight. Yeah, we much conversation about what we're wearing. Yes. Um, man, I am out of that groove. <laughs> I know. I'm also like Shoes. halfway through a move, so I don't really even know where my dresses are. So right. we'll see what I show up in tonight. We it might have... be the slippers I actually accidentally wore here today. Yeah, I know. I love it. She was walking down the hallway and is like, oh my God, I'm I'm in my house slippers. <laughs> it's like, whatever works, man. That just shows that you're comfortable and ready to go. I love that you called them house slippers. Well, because they're like house shoe. I want to say era. house shoe, which is what the Germans call them. Oh, there you go. That's what I've had. So there on. you are. Yeah. Um, hey, we're going to take a quick break, you guys. When we come back, we are going to talk with Ms. Meyer about some new stuff she's got going on because I think it's interesting to the dishers as far as, you know, reset and healthy eating and looking into, you know, getting out of summer and rethinking how we're going to. How we're gonna how we're gonna eat and like what we're gonna put in our bodies. So we're gonna talk about that. We have Justin Sutherland calling in later. We're gonna talk about smoke out, and we do have some tickets to give away, yo. So listen up for that. And then we're also gonna talk about some ciders, some beer, uh, a beer event on the river in the next hour. We've got a lot of good stuff. So stay tuned. This is the weekly dish, and we are on my talk one zero seven one. Brought to you by Hornitos. 
All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. I'm Steph March, and I am here with Steph Meyer today. Hey, yo. And she's filling in for Hanson. Who even knows where Hanson is? She's out. <laughs> she's vanning somewhere, you know, and, and, and looking at uh, mountains and such, which is great for her. Um, but we, I wanted to have you on us today specifically, not just because we love to chat and have missed each other horribly. Yes. Um, but we, you have got... So we always talk about your Project Vibrancy meals and we've talked about your kick-ass condiments and we've talked about some of the programs you have, which help a lot of AIP people, which is autoimmune protocol protocol people, which are people who are like, you know, they're either have to be dairy free or gluten free or they're looking to eliminate and restructure their diets to help themselves with something that's going on health wise. right? Right. Exactly. And so you're sort of a pro at this already, and you are definitely my nutritional <laughs> source. We call you the food witch. That's Actually, so we're all food witches, but yes, like yeah. you are my personal food witch when I'm like, ah, uh, something's going on. Like I'm having these headaches. What should I be doing? And you're like, how's your potassium? How's your magnesium? <laughs> you should be eating this. So for me, I've always sort of like, you know, I use you as this resource and everybody can. That's the beauty. You're that actually a beauty. public resource. Yes. Um, but you're doing something new that I think is kind of interesting because, and it, and it, you know, we, we've been talking about it for a while mm-hmm. and you're finally making it happen. Tell us a little bit about like what Fresh Tart is doing now. Yeah. So out of the pandemic, just talking with my own clients, I just had so many people saying, man, I am starving all the time. And it's totally the offshoot of being home. Yeah. Being near the kitchen. Yeah. Snacking more. Oh God. And then making certain food choices that actually do ramp up your appetite instead of really tamp it down. And so I started putting together some documents for my own clients saying, uh, you know, here, choose these foods instead. This will really help with appetite. If you want to lose, you know, some of the weight that pretty much everybody gains. Everybody got, especially the COVID, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Uh, Then this is the path. And so I put it together this past spring and called it a spring macro reset macro referring to macronutrients right and really helping people understand first what they're eating and then some changes that they can make to really help and it was just a smash hit people loved it and so i have offered it um you know throughout the summer and i'm doing another little fall promotion so i'm calling it now wait for it a fall macro (laughs) reset Yeah, and uh, and I've I've written it all up. It's on freshtart.com. You can you know go into more detail there, but it's free. And in this little reset, I just walk you through for a few days how to understand what you're eating and how to make some changes and really get a grip on your appetite. So let's talk about what does macro mean. I mean, like when when you say that's a buzzword, and I don't know if everybody knows. Yeah, what so macro is just short for macronutrients. Macronutrients are protein, carbohydrates, and fats. So it's really and taking micronutrients are vitamins and minerals. That's oh, the difference. I got you. So, so macro, macro is right. the bigger the uh-huh, overview. Uh-huh. Micro is like how much potassium are you getting? Exactly. How much magnesium? You got it. But so the macro is really looking at the at like a you know, a ratio of three mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. of carbs, fats, and protein. Yep. And where are you sort of anchoring people? I'm anchoring people on protein. Uh, Most people are, let me put it this way. People will eat enough protein because we're pretty driven to, because we can't survive without a certain amount of protein. Yeah. Uh, But if you choose low protein foods, you're going to continue to be hungry until you get to that minimum protein requirement. Yeah. And so then you're consuming too many calories for the amount of protein that you're you're getting. And so by bumping up 
the higher protein foods, which, by the way, also happen to be very nutrient dense and nutritious and great for you. Uh, by by focusing on that, and that's what I teach you how to do, um, then you can get a grip on your appetite, and you can also bring the calories down without being starving. And that's you have, to, and it's not like you're saying this is an X calorie diet. That's no. what's great about this idea for right. me, and like the reason you know, you and I had talked about it, and I was kind of guinea pigging it a little bit. Yeah, and I was sort of understanding because I don't think I've ever checked my macros or really understood the way I was eating and the ratios and stuff like that. And so I, so you recommend an app. Yes. Like, and not your app, but like, uh, like there's one that we use called my fitness pal or whatever. Any of those, you can find those. And then it just sort of, you log in what you're eating and it kind of helps you understand Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I'm actually eating so much more, you know, like this snack that I put together, I didn't realize how many more carbs it had than right. what I thought. Or- That's what usually our people are really surprised how many carbs they're eating and how much fat they're eating. And they're not really getting anything for it. You're right. not getting a lot more pleasure for it. You're not getting a lot more nutrition for it. So yeah. it makes it easy to see that you can tweak those things a little bit and still eat what you love uh, and have your favorite foods. But, you know, when you're frying an egg in the morning, instead of putting two tablespoons of butter in the pan, you can probably get away with two teaspoons. The egg tastes exactly the same. Right, right. But you just shaved a few hundred calories off of it. It's just little tweaks like that and becoming mindful. And I think that's it because it's like I'm not into, you know, I I don't like to count things and I don't, I'm not into like too much of like, oh, well, I'm not allowed to have this, you know, and so. Absolutely. And I, but I, but the balance of it all and understanding and maybe even understanding a little bit better about what, you know, constructs, your food, you know, yep. thinking like, uh, I remember realizing that like a cheese stick is like actually has like, it's a throwaway snack in my mind, you know, just a quick, put it in your face and run out the door. Sure. But then when you're plugging it into like the full day and really understanding that it does have, it could have impact or it does like, that's the protein you're looking for and you're needing those yes. kind of things. That's, that, that is, that's a great example. And that's really what this is all about. I, don't say, oh, you're going to do this for the rest of your life and you have to be, you know, constrained by anything, really. It's just taking the lid off, taking a peek inside, understanding, making some tweaks and carrying them forward. And the beauty of it is that I teach people how to do it at home, but then you can take it into like the restaurant we went to last right, night and right. make choices and decisions out in the wild as right. i say because you're in cuz you're looking at balance is yes. what you're doing you and and you're looking at balance per meal you know what i mean there's a way that that's happening where you're kind of like you know cuz you cuz when especially when you're starting to think about constructing a meal and then you're looking at the balance of your macro whatever you choose and by the way it's not like like you could do this this much more protein this less carbs all this kind of thing yep and then and mine are definitely higher in fat than most people because I don't know why, but that's just the way that I, you know, those meats and, and proteins and things. That's what feels good to you. Yeah. But that's what people end up discovering is that, you know, if you if you find a level of protein that is adequate and you find higher protein foods so that, you know, you can stay in a calorie range that allows you to weigh what you want to weigh, which is the goal for all of us. Right. Uh you know, whether you you kind of tend to enjoy a higher fat diet and fewer carbs and then other people really like a higher carb diet and a little bit lower carbs, whatever, the the tracking helps you take a look at that. Mm-hmm. It, it just it takes the curtain. It opens the curtain and lets you take a look at it. And that's what I, I teach in this little free reset. So it's full of information and it kind of blows people's minds a little bit. Uh, 
and it's great. I love I love doing that. Do you have so this reset is so you kind of basically you go to your website. We we're, we're going to put up a little link to her blog, freshtart.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, it's the top post right there if you just there's several links in that post right there. That just takes you right to it. Yep. And then is it um and so then and it's just basically you're giving people tips on how to do this. Mm-hmm. Is it a sign up thing like you sign up to get emails? Yes. Okay. So the sign up, I mean the only way I can communicate is via email. Uh and so you sign up, it's free. I send you three emails over the course of three days. So I don't knock you over the head all at once. Right. And there's quite a bit of information. So if you print things, I encourage people to print it because uh, it really is sort of a a mini workbook in a way. Okay. And then with lots of instructions in it and lots of background info, a few other resources to, uh, I mean, a couple podcasts to listen to if you want to. Um, And yeah. Okay. This is excellent. So this is fun. We're going to have a, we'll put a link up and we'll see if you guys are, and you know, send her a question. She's available. She lives here. This is a thing. I'm back in Minnesota. Although you could always send me a question. Yeah. I love it. Right. She's always up for that kind of good (laughs) stuff. So there you go. So that's Steph Meyer and that is her fresh tart, freshtart.com. And we're going to take a quick break, you guys. We're going to come back with Justin Sutherland and talk about the Barbecue Smokeout Festival. We'll be right back. Hello, Weekly Dishers. Spring has sprung, and that means the best-tasting wild-caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because, you see, Sitka Salmon is a community-supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations. And knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka Salmon Share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. I am Steph March. I'm here with Steph Meyer today. Good morning. Who's filling in for the Hanson. And uh, we are being joined by Chef Justin Sutherland. Are you there, Justin? I am. Good morning. Good morning. How are you today? I am great. Are you great? That's excellent. I am. I am. It's it's still early, but I feel like we're all going to make it today. (laughs) I've already been to the gym this morning. I feel great. Oh, Oh my God. God. Well done, you. All right. Way ahead of us. We are like in like some sort of a... (laughs) Health food discussion. So, of course, now we're going to just switch it all to the, like the the thing that we really want to talk about, which is barbecue. Because <laughs> yes. um, we're so excited to have you on today because you and I are kind of throwing a big old party on October 3rd. And we decided to amp it up this year, didn't we? We did. We did. I think, you know, this would have been our fourth annual except for last year. So I thought, you know, bringing it back, we had to do it bigger than better than ever. Right. And so let's talk about Smokeout, which is happening on October 3rd. And, you know, last time we did it was what was it? 2019. Was that it? Or Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it must have been. It must yeah. have been, right? Keg and Case. And then we, yeah, we were at Keg and Case. And was it was there? fun. And it was a great afternoon. We had a lot of friends out doing barbecue stuff. And we had, um, you know, we had like whole hog demo and stuff. But here's the deal. We decided this year to bring it to the Alliance field. Mm. I know. Right. So tell us a little bit about 
what people are going to expect this year. Yeah, I mean, this year we wanted to just go full board festival. I mean, I'm excited about the the barbecue lineup. I mean, we have close to 20 different restaurants and smokers. We've got some newcomers from Fabled Rooster, Jellybean and Julia's. Uh, Boomin' Barbecue has been killing it this year. Oh, my God, have we've they got ever. Old school Smoke Masters and Old Southern Barbecue with Dave. I know. Um, just really excited about the food. Uh, and then it's just the music aspect. I mean, we're turning it into a full-on music festival, and we've got a lineup of I think seven different musical acts and heavy hitting DJs and national music acts. So it's just going to be a full festival day. It is. And you know, this is one of those things that when people were asking me about like, who's the lineup, who's in lineup as far as the food goes, you know, I was, they're all asking like, if you were going to be cooking, you know, most of the food. And I was like, no, the best part about this, it's, it's about, you know, kind of shining the light on maybe some of the people who don't get all of, you know, the shine all the time. And having people like, you know, like you said, Jelly Bean and Julia's is this great little shop, you know, up in northern, I think they're in Elk River, right? I, I think it's yep, yep. Anoka. And um, I kind of like lump those two areas together in my head. <laughs> but nonetheless, I've had like one of my favorite like weirdly barbecue, like a brisket quesadilla up there that I had at their shop. And it was just so delicious. And I think about those kind of things like we have like the Northern Fire barbecue guys who are, you know, they're competition barbecue. They're like, it's not, yeah. a, it's not like you can't try their food unless you're a judge at a barbecue competition, but they're going to be cooking exactly. stuff here, right? And then even some of the, I mean, some of the people from the suburbs, like ZZ's Smokehouse and Soul to Soul Smokehouse, yes. Smoking Bones and Storm King's Brew Pub that we're bringing out from, you know, I mean, outside of the Twin Cities, a lot of us don't get to try this food every day. So right. like you said, it's really about celebrating all of the great barbecue that, that happens all around Minnesota. Now, do you know about Ray's barbecue, by the way? I mean, like, do you know this guy, I, Ray, at all? I do. Ray is Ray is, Ray is my dad's best friend. Is that what it is? I literally... Yes. <laughs> Dude, I was putting out this list and I was trying to find, I'm like, there's no website for this guy. There's no, I'm like, there's, I was thinking he must be like a competition dude. And then I'm realizing this is just a guy with a smoker. Yeah. And he, well, yeah, I mean, he works in, I've known him my whole life and like he always, you know, he started with a small little grill truck and then upgraded to a huge barrel smoker and he does, you know, local graduation parties and he's just been a barbecue guy his whole life and he retired he was like, this is what I want to do. So he bought a big rig, and he's really trying to break into the barbecue scene. So we really wanted to, to give him a give him a platform because he makes some amazing food. I love this. And this is the thing about barbecue. Really, you guys, when we get down to this, this is this nerdy sort of side where it's like about bark, and it's about smoke, and it's about smoke rings, and it's about how much time, and do you wrap your brisket? And, like, there's definitely this sort of mystery that people are always trying to figure out, right? I mean, like, that's the beauty yeah. of barbecue is that I think there's sort of this, like, this hallowed, like, place people are trying to get to the perfection line. And I love that. Everybody's into it. Absolutely. And, and I think we're going to see so much more than just your standard barbecue staples. I knew, I know uh, Bark and the Bites doing smoked oysters. I think at Handsome Hog, we're going to do some smoked pigtails and porchetta. Um, you know, there's just a whole array of, I know a low woodfire car, uh, cantina is going to do some awesome smoked elotes. Oh, get out. Uh, That's amazing. That I think is going to so be amazing. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Who's, yeah. who's, who's hungry? Like someone's going to oh, have to go put brisket gosh. in their eggs. Oh. I think at this point, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, that's exactly what I would be doing if I was listening. Um, okay, so here's what here's the, here's the best part, you guys. Like literally, this is something that I always think is sort of ridiculous, but it's eighty five bucks for general admission. That's all you can eat. Like you just you could like park yourself at these little booths and keep going back, and no one's going to stop you. It's not like you only get six little tastes for this amount of yeah. no. 
85 bucks, all you can eat. Mm. And, and then there's sips too. We've got, you know, Maker's Mark is coming, of course, and Tito's will be there. And then Prize Brewing is also going to be there. And if you do the VIP ticket, which is 125 bucks, you get in an hour early, which gives you elbow room to snack. Where's and that? then, and then you get also your first beer for free with that, right? It's kind of a deal. Yep. That, that is correct. And it's going to be cool. There's also uh, going to be an awesome VIP lounge. Oh, yeah. All of the DJs Ooh. that are coming through are going to oh. do a set on the main stage and then rotate through and do a private set in the VIP lounge. Ooh. So we have DJ Lord from Public Enemy coming up. We've got our local favorites, uh, Peter Parker and DJ D. Mill. So you'll get a private show with them if you do VIP as well, which is going to be really cool. Wah, wah. I mean, that's kind of amazing. Here's another thing that I love that I didn't realize we were doing until I put this blog up. But basically, and this is great because I know a lot of people were asking before we could get announced the list of the people who are, you know, I had a couple of people saying this sounds like a thing I do with my team or whatever and i was they were kind of wondering here's the deal we have if you go book a group of 10 or 20 you get 25 percent off on your tickets and so if you do there all you have to do is enter group offer in the in the ticket code and it's like 65 bucks instead of 85 bucks and 100 bucks instead of 125 so it's pretty slick yeah that's a it steal. is it's huge <laughs> and, you know corporate people or people who want to bring teams out or even i mean even big families yeah. know, that's what my family is doing we got a big family <laughs> no kidding no kidding um, and then I just want to also point out and make sure people understand we have, uh, you know, we're using loaves and fishes, our favorite for the food rescue. And then Inner City Ducks and the Sunday Foundation are also benefiting. So we, it is, we do have charity partners for this event. So it's not just crazy good stuff. But w- there's another aspect of this. You have some of your top chef alums coming out to hang out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Chef Joe Sasto, the pasta master of the world, is coming out with that beautiful mustache. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, uh, Chef Brian, who was here last year, who did the pig butchering demo, is uh, coming again this year. But this year we're doing it on the big stage. Great. Um, and that's going to be a great charity component. He's going to butcher the meat. We're going to raffle off the cuts uh, for charity. I love that. I love that. That was fun last year. That's when I arrived. Yeah, I think I you showed up your right voice then. from a block away. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> She's doing an auction, I think. And there's oh. meat being handed out. <laughs> that's going to be your macro protein for the day if you guys want to start thinking ahead. Um, but that's a really fun thing. And having all those guys kind of hanging out is a great idea. And yeah, so this is going to be, ha- we're going to have a whole kitchen stage. Is that correct? I'm, I'm sort of, yeah, we're, we're doing a kitchen stage. Um, everybody was kind of wondering what, what Arby's was doing. I know. But, no, uh, my favorite thing have, is that Arby's is in the mix. I love it. Yeah, but it's more, Arby's has a world renowned, uh, pit master at their okay. headquarters in Atlanta. So he's actually driving his smoker up from Atlanta, and he's going to do a country rib sandwich challenge with me. So I'm going to go up against Arby's Pitmaster. We're both being given the same rib, and people are going to be – the first 50 people are going to get samples of both, and we are going to see if I can outsmoke the Arby's Pitmaster. Oh, my God. And people get to vote. And they get to vote? Yep. Do you wonder who they're going for? Um, You know what, though? (laughs) Here's the thing, though. Isn't this sandwich – like, they haven't talked about this, but it's going to debut nationally this rib sandwich it it is they are previewing it at smokeout and then it will go live uh the day after smokeout so people in minnesota if you come here will be the first chance to uh see this super secret uh, rb sandwich and realize that they do really have the meats and they know what they're doing they, they have the meats they have the meats i know and I, I i know when i saw that that was on there i was kind of laughing and then i heard about all the things and i was like this is cool they're actually bringing a smoker i mean like you know, McDonald's isn't going to bring like a, like a grill top or anything, you know, like that's not going to happen. But like Arby's really does. I was really impressed by that. I was really excited. So that's going to be fun. So you're going to have to go up against Pitmaster with this rib sandwich. That's exciting. 
Yes. You got to be ready. I'm excited. You got to be ready. A lot of other fun activations. Like I said, it's just going to be a full day, full festival day. I mean, the brew hall will be open at Allianz Field, so you can play foosball in there, drink all their beers. Yep. You know, it's it's we're we're definitely kicking it up a notch, Steph. So it's October third, you guys. It's and it's happening right in front of Allianz Field. It'll be on the Great Lawn. You know, and there's cornhole and there's everything else. Here's what I love too. You can take the train. I mean, like, honestly, the train stops right outside that stop right off of Snelling and University. And it's so that's easy. to If you're definitely going to imbibe like we are, it's going to be a good, easy way to get there and back. Um, but it's 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 really and it's going to be from noon or one o'clock, I think noon for VIP, one o'clock for everybody else goes till six. The music's going to be off the hook. It's going to be an incredible yeah. world class music thing, plus barbecue. And you're going to smell great when you leave. That's how I feel. This is the party of the year. I think so. I think this is like the last great party Good of the job, season. You Don't you? Yeah, that's, that's, that's what we're planning for. Yeah. I love it. And you're going to be able to see Justin and I and we're going to do all the yappings and we'll be super fun and funny. Um, okay, thanks, Justin, for being here. And of course, if you guys want to preview any of the good stuff, you could head out to Handsome Hog or Woodfire Cantina or Storm King, Bear, you know, Brew Pub, Soul to Soul. They're all places that you can go and hang out and check it out if you want to get a preview of what's coming. Um, we are going to give away some tickets, you guys, at the end of the hour. Ooh. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for that. But thanks, Justin, for coming on, and we'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Okay, ciao. All right, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Uh, letting you know we did put, I did post uh, the Smoke Out blog that I just wrote this week on the uh, the Facebook page, the Weekly Dish Facebook page. And so you can access tickets through that. You can find them also on mspmag.com, just to let you know. Um, and uh, But I did want to let you guys know that. It's October 3rd. It's a Sunday. It's going to be great. Um, it's the Ask Stephanie portion of the show, yo, which Yay. means you have two Stephanies, twice the fun. Um <laughs> And this other Stephanie, you guys, is really smart about nutritional questions. If you have questions, clearly you can ask us about cooking and you can ask us about restaurants and you can ask us about all sorts of stuff. But I'm just telling you, she's got a lot of smarts in the nutrition field. If you're wondering about balancing things or you can use her like a food witch like I do. <laughs> in fact, we do have someone, Pat. Is it Pat who's on the line? OK, Pat, what's your question today? How are you doing? Hi, I'm I'm doing good. I'm wondering since she is um doing kind of gluten-free and dairy-free where does she go out to eat at restaurants what restaurants does she go to Mm. here i'm in roseville but but where does she go okay great question honestly it's gotten much easier to eat out uh there are several restaurants in town now that they're not you know, specifically gluten-free, although there is, there's a really uh, cute bakery called Sift and they have little meals and and gluten-free treats there and everything's gluten-free, but gosh, so many restaurants, like we were talking about last night, all the Danny Del Prado restaurants are almost entirely gluten-free. Yeah. Well, I would say Colita specifically is. Right, right. Is, and, uh, and it's very easy to order gluten-free food last night, um, at Martina Honestly, I don't have much of a problem anymore. Five years ago, 10 years ago, it was a big issue. But I here's my tip. I always, you know, just peruse the menu and I look for the, you know, the fish dish, the chicken dish, the steak, whatever. And I choose that. And then I ask, you know, for some sort of a great salad. And it's pretty easy in almost any restaurant to put those two things together. And I'm going to tell you something. There's a there's a restaurant group called Craft and Crew, which is, and this is a surprising thing, but like they have a great place in St. Louis Park called The Block. 
And what they do is they have they have all these vegan, which are of course dairy free, yeah, you know, uh, things on the menu, which are surprising in terms of like they have a great Reuben that's made with beets, and it's like I had it the other day, and it has vegan cheese on it, so it's a non dairy cheese, and it is it is mind blowing how delicious it is. That's so cool. And so like they have things where they're they're like a place where you wouldn't think of. It's more like bar food and tavern food, but they make a very concerted effort to do dairy free and gluten free there. So it's kind of interesting we got you pat is that good anything else uh i mean you know we're gonna go one more one more i feel i mean i'm trying to think off the top of my head oh for instance we're gonna hit ps steak tonight right i find it very easy to order gluten-free food there because they have all of the you know you can have oysters you can have crudo you can have a steak you can have a burger without a bun I mean, almost in any restaurant setting, I go to burger without a bun, great salad and, you know, uh, and some sort of a veggie side. Yeah. And and I really can't miss almost anywhere I go as a result. And cardamom, too, where we were earlier, you know, we talked about at the Walker. That one has a lot of I mean, there was like no dairy in anything we ate last night. That's right. Nothing. Yep. All right, Pat, good luck. All right. We have Teresa on the line. Teresa, what do you got? I'm just wondering if you are craving chocolate. I did really good at the beginning of the pandemic, hadn't gained any weight. And now in the last six months, more so, now I'm just craving sweets and chocolates. I'm just kind of wondering what Stephanie has to say about that. And I will hang up and listen. Okay, okay, thanks, Teresa. Uh, This is sort of my specialty. I would suggest uh, really bumping up the amount of protein that you're eating, particularly for breakfast, because when you eat a like 30 grams of protein breakfast and you add some fresh fruit or some vegetables to it, maybe back off on toast and cereal and other kind of processed carbohydrates just for a little while and let your appetite sort of calm down. Uh, That helps a lot. Um, Another tip is to slowly sort of transition yourself to darker chocolate. You can't really make, if you're doing milk chocolate, you know, it's hard to make the the leap, but to transition it because then you're, you're taking away the sugar in it and you're still getting the dopamine hit of having chocolate, but you'll have a less strong craving if you do a lower sugar chocolate. True. So those two things, uh, are my tips That's your and jam. you can sign yeah. up for the reset and you'll I, I go into a lot of detail about all of that actually oh good great 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 okay we also have katie on the line katie are you there yep what's your question um, yeah i just had a question if you guys had a kind of take on a different fall salad dressing i feel like they all have the same type of base like the mustard and the apple cider vinegar but there's something more fun than that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I have a good one. Yeah. I ha- it's maple. So there's the nod to fall, but it's ginger. And so it has, it, and the ginger doesn't come across like gingerbread ginger. It sort of reads more like an Asian condiment. So you have the nod to fall in the maple, but then you have the fresh ginger. So it's really got kind of a bite and it's a little bit more interesting. Um, and you can get to that. Oh, trying to think of a free place to get to it. If, um, if, 
I will get a link for you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I will get a link for you. Otherwise, it's it going to be too complicated. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's a good one. Also, like, this is the time of year when I actually... I know that they're balsamic. Everybody goes hard on that all the time. But you guys know I'm not a big fan. But, like, this time of year, just doing balsamic, just straight up balsamic, not a glaze, but the actual <laughs> aged vinegar, yo. And then shaking that with olive oil and a little bit of... um of sesame oil too and that kind of sesame oil brings a little nuttiness to it and it kind of puts it in a different space for me for fall i don't know why okay yeah i'll try those ladies thanks so much. all right you're thanks, welcome katie good questions you guys That's remember 651-641-1071 if you want to give us a call about um any nutritional aspects anything that you know some health things that you're wondering as far as what to eat the craving thing is real. You know what I mean? It's like so everybody real. has to fight that. I do love, and I'm in a space where fall, and we always talk about it. We're not quite there yet when we get to potato weather. Right. When <laughs> I start to totally crave mashed potatoes and french fries. And I know it's because my body is totally doing that whole thing like, um, it's going to be winter soon. Right. You want to parka up. Stock up. up. <laughs> and I have up. to kind of fight it because I will literally eat mashed potatoes for dinner. And that's not always bad. You know how you can have your potatoes and, you know, not overdo it? Yeah, how? Just keep them a little bit plainer. Okay. Which is, and if, because well, if you really, really want the potato, I mean, plain yeah. potato, relatively They're not bad. Potatoes, They're not bad for you. They're not. No. Because, and it's really hard. Like, the science is that actually the most satiating food is plain boiled potatoes. Really? I challenge you to eat a thousand calories of plain boiled oh, potatoes. You, you couldn't imagine? do it. You couldn't do it. It's incredibly filling. When you start to add the butter and you See? add the cream and you add the salt, then you change your brain's reaction to it. So if you just dial back on those things, but, and that's the funny and thing, keep it plainer. For you'll me, get it's away with not it. even so much about like I don't put a ton in there. I yeah. just want the really good high fat butter, yeah. and salt, and that's it. Like if I could do that and then chives, that's all I need. And so why is this a problem? I don't know. Yeah, it's really not a problem. But it's just like I want to eat it every night. <laughs> I mean, I get nothing, into like a rave. It's not that caloric, actually. No, it's actually not. Yeah. You know, because and also when you use higher, you know, like more flavorful butter and that comes with a higher fat, you like bet. I'm using less of it. Less and then butter, I throw a little more time there, too, sometimes. Oh, this is perfect. No, this is not bad. This is exactly the point of the reset is that you keep those foods and you just find a way to make them fit. Uh, in a way that one isn't going to make you hungrier and two isn't going to make you gain weight. But that well, and works. It's understanding it too, because yeah. quite honestly, we all have those of us who have, you know, especially reached a certain age where we lived through the 80s diet fads, you know, like this is bad. That we're is still bad. Recovering. And we're still and there's still things that we're all recovering from. I yeah. mean, like the idea that you could sit down and eat an entire thing of snack wells because there was no fat in them. Right. And you could just go to town on that and be healthy. And it was like, no, that's not it. No, but there's things. Not- that you fight and potatoes are bad because it's a starch that's a thing that and that is a thing you have to fight if you're you do. if you're thinking holistically about what you're putting in your body and how the plate looks and sort of the whole balance thing absolutely and I've I mean, always sort of been about balance and you have helped me see balance in kind of new ways which is always better you know just kind of expanding it for both of us yeah. oh, potatoes are amazing the trick is just like we talked about uh, just have enough butter to make them taste good and and eat them with some protein. Yes. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you're just not eating potatoes, you know, the carbs and fat alone. Uh, and then you'll be stuffed and you don't need tons of it and you loved it and you feel good. And for me, that protein can be an egg. Like I just put an egg on top of that right. too. And that mess yeah. and that makes it kind of a meal. Yes. yes. But yeah, one of my sons was telling me that his, we were talking about things that make you happy and mashed potatoes for dinner. It's like clear that that's a weird family thing that I did to them where I was like, <laughs> guess what guys, we're having mashed potatoes for dinner. And they're like, what? We can have mashed potatoes. I'm like, Yes, for dinner, you know, and it was like, and it's clearly, he said that to me that mashed potatoes was one of his like joyful moments of life. And does it, does it translate to his friends? Do they raise an eyebrow? Like, I don't know. Yeah. He lives in a house with boys. have macaroni and cheese and you're eating a bowl of mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yeah. Yeah, That's just the way it goes. That's the smart twist. It is. It kind of is. (laughs) Oh my God. I love it. Hey, guess what you guys? I'm going to tell you right now, caller number four. If you guys want to call in, you can win tickets to the Smokeout Festival. So do it right now. 651-641-1071. We'll be right back.